Hi guys, it's Ilana from Verbleaf, and I'm here with Naria Bloom. <laughs> uh, we just finished a TRX exercise session. We're feeling good, and we also just had a matcha shake, my faves. Um, what do you like about the matcha shake? It was delish, filling, healthy. <laughs> I think the best thing is that it's yeah, and guilt-free. It was so delicious, and also it's filling. It's like a whole meal. Right. I was actually talking about that last time um, when you were saying to me like that a matcha shake and a smoothie in general. We live in a society where like that's just a drink. It's just a beverage. That's like the appetizer. What, what's up with appetizers anyway? Like, don't, I mean, seriously, like, don't you think that like portion control is um, my biggest problem, probably in terms of uh, weight. If I'm ever trying to lose weight, <laughs> which I am, um, that portion control is like my biggest problem. And I think it's because you can't just like have a shake and think, oh, I just had breakfast, but but you can like you should right I think I think that you look at it like if you go into a fast food restaurant and you get a shake as a drink and it's like a drink for us or a smoothie or something but if you think about it it's really not it's enough calories to be a whole entire meal for people yeah, definitely. And especially if you get a shake at McDonald's or something it's empty calories but what, what we're actually doing when you make a healthy matcha shake in the morning, you're giving yourself protein. If you use almond or tahina, you're, you're giving yourself um, vitamins. You're giving yourself minerals. Definitely. And you're making, it's a whole meal. Right, and you get chlorophyll and that yes. beautiful green color, antioxidants. Um, there is so much that goes into a fiber. good fiber, a good protein shake, especially if you're using natural, healthy ingredients. Um, it's it's better than breakfast. It's easier in the digestive mm -hmm. system. Um, it, it tastes good. <laughs> so and it's, it's filling. Yeah, and it's filling. And it keeps you full. Right. So definitely um, there's there's a lot of nutrients that goes into a matcha shake. And also you can add things like I added some chaga powder, some mushroom powder, which is great for immunity. Um, I didn't add magnesium this time. Matcha is really good for energy. Now, I want to ask you about magnesium because I feel like you know more about this than me. Um so if, if you're looking for, I guess, the opposite of energy is like something to chill you out. But there's also like good energy, like chilled out energy, which Masha is known for. And magnesium, would you not recommend it, let's say, like before exercising or before um, an exam? Like, what do you think about magnesium and what's its usage? I think that magnesium, most people today now, it's becoming common knowledge that most people are magnesium deficient and again even if you go to your doctor and you get the blood test and it tells you that your magnesium is fine usually that's a, not a good way to understand because we're being measured against a lot of people who are magnesium deficient mm -hmm. and also blood tests unfortunately don't always tell us the correct information because it's done in the morning or at the time of day or what we've eaten lately even if we fasted for 24 hours but basically most people nowadays will tell you that most people are magnesium deficient because the the earth and what we grow the vegetables in a lot of the um vegetables like the hydro are grown in water and they don't have a lot hydroponic yeah, right yeah it's uh minerals and vitamins so we're mostly that and i think that it does relax you and if I know that I take it usually when I know I need to be relaxed. If you have a big 
get together or something that makes you nervous, then I will I will definitely take it. But I also will take it in the morning when I wake up. You do, okay. And I don't I don't think it's something that you can overdose very well. At least that's what my doctor told me. It's very hard to overdose on, and he recommended for me to take it like when you feel anxiety, when you feel this. But also, I take it just regularly every morning, and I also give a one to my uh, pill to my child, my children every morning. Really, go to not in powder form. You actually you give them a yeah. You give them a pill. pill. Very cool. Do you think the powder is easily absorbed and more easily absorbed, or it doesn't really matter? It just depends on the person. It depends on the person, but my kids don't like to take the powder, so anyway, mm-hmm. I can get it. And for me, it's much easier just to pop a pill like that in my mouth, unfortunately, right. than to take the powder. Even though I can tell you that I'd had the liquid form before, and I took it, and it was like in instantaneously relaxation but it tastes i i don't like the taste so much it's not horrible and you get used to it but um well you can kind of mask the taste if you put it in a smoothie that's what i like about the powder i also i'm not a fan of the it's it's basically tasteless the the powder anyway the citrate the magnesium citrate citrate Mm -hmm. um but if i put it in a smoothie it completely absorbs the flavor and that's the thing about matcha also it's known to be like one of those more relaxing drinks green tea calming effects the l-theanine content and matcha is known to produce like a very calm, chilled out, relaxed, relaxed. You know, Zen uh, monks used to take it before uh, meditation center uh, meditation sessions. They would drink matcha, um, and it, I feel like even though I love coffee, I love the taste and the smell, and so much about coffee, it doesn't really relax you. It's almost the opposite. It's like it just makes you wanna. Like, you need it to give you that pick-me-up to just get you out of the house, get you to work, get your kids to school, whatever it is. It's not really a drink, like, that you're supposed to... I know Europeans, they'll sit and enjoy their coffee on the, on their balconies. <laughs> but it's but not I, really that, but right? I think that it's an interesting concept because, for me, I, I'm still, like, into, like, the yin and the yang and everything mm-hmm. is in a balance and balance itself and everything there's good and bad and black and white. And if you think about coffee, that it gives you a really good boost of energy and after you're really going to fall. Yeah, the crash. So this is the, the balance, that it does calm you in this effect because you use all this energy and then you become really calm like you just crash. Mm. So if you look at it that way, it's a balance. But whereas you're looking at matcha or other things, like ashwagandha, for example, that I love, that you can that for me it relaxes me. I was recommended it to my, by my doctor to relax. It's also people use it for energy. Now, how can Both, it be right? something yeah. that gives you energy? It's an antioxidant that gives you energy, and it also makes you calm. And it's the same thing that's with matches can do. Definitely. It has some caffeine in there, and it can, has this. But as much as people will tell you, oh, my goodness, tea, it has so much caffeine, it never, ever, ever affects me the way that coffee does. I never have a crash mm-hmm. from tea. And I think it's because the energy in it is giving you that both the balance at the same time yeah you get this relaxing in this whereas coffee you're just getting the spike of energy but what goes up comes down with matcha you're getting the energy with the relaxation all the time so you might not feel a huge spike but you get this continual thing that it's also relaxing. right definitely it's known as like sustained energy mm-hmm. that's right the, that's the beautiful thing about matcha it's 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 sustained it's more of a healthy balance it's not like the highs and lows and it does seem like kind of a little paradoxical, right? It's like calm energy. Mm-hmm. There's always like matches described as a calm energy. What the hell is a calm energy? Like it's either but energy or it's calm. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. But that's even what we do when people give their kids Ritalin. What is Ritalin? 
like my brother who was a football player said that so many football players would snort Ritalin before they played a game Terrible. because it makes them extremely hyper. But why would you give a drug that makes people hyper to a kid that has ADHD? I honestly don't know that much about Ritalin except to avoid <laughs> but, it like wildfire. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you see that there's something that something that makes some people calm makes some people hyper. There's a connection so there. So it has an opposite effect on the body? Like on the... On the um, like the neurology of the brain for kids that are normally hyper, if they take Ritalin, it gives them an opposite effect? That they're so, it's supposed to calm them down and make them calm, right? That's but it's what, a stimulant? It's technically it's a, a stimulant. It's, it's te- technically, technically right. you, most of the ADHD drugs are stimulants. Very Except for there's one, I think, Strata I was reading about. I'm, excuse me, I don't know the correct pronunciation, but it's not a stimulant. Very interesting. So it's very interesting that you're giving your children a stimulant to relax when they're hyperactive. So if you think about that, you, like for me, it's all about the balance. I'm the balance person. I'm a Libra. <laughs> I like balance. And, it, and and when I look at the world, I look at it in balance. So maybe I'm completely scientifically off for everything, but it makes really logical sense to That's me. That's really funny because sometimes I try to be more like in an extreme period of like, you know, no gluten, no sugar, no dairy. And, and I generally, I do, um, I definitely limit these things anyway. I try to. But then I had a friend who said, that's just so unbalanced. Like, why can't you just occasionally eat unhealthy? And I said, I guess I'm just an unbalanced person <laughs> because I, I do need those extremities sometimes. And I think maybe not as a long-term maintenance diet, it's not good. But if you need to just push yourself, like, right. you know, into the right direction and give yourself that boost, then it's good to to go, um, you know, cold turkey and, and certain oh, aspects it, it, of your diet. Sure. Yeah, me too, because I'm the kind of person that if I have one potato chips, then I want to eat the whole pack and I right, can't say definitely. no. So in that case, then it's like don't eat any potato chips at all. But this, again, for me, the best case scenario is to have it for a short-term effect if, to get healthy or to do a detox or to, do, mm-hmm. to get yourself on the right path to starting to eat healthier. But for a long time maintenance, it's not realistic. It's not necessarily for me. sustainable, yeah, yeah, for everyone. Also, I think like um, just back to your Ritalin uh, um, comment, I actually um, found that uh, the L-theanine. There are some studies which I was reading about, which I found fascinating. That L the L-theanine, which is um, an amino acid that you can only basically get in tea. You can get it in other types of tea, not just green tea, but you get it in high doses, high concentration with matcha because of the way it's manufactured, because of the farming, and also because the the amino acids don't convert into catechins in the matcha process usually. Um, catechins are also good. They're antioxidants uh, by themselves. But what I heard about L-theanine is you can basically only get it in tea and possibly in some species of mushrooms, which may or may not be edible. <laughs> so if you want L-theanine, you need tea, basically. And I was wondering, like with one of my kids who tends to be definitely more energetic and hyper, that um, instead of going to prescription medications, which can have lots of drastic and terrible side effects, uh, if you just kind of look into a more natural supplement, at least initially, that the L-theanine can even be used to treat hyperactivity. And that's um, a calming drug. It's not a, mm-hmm. a stimulant, a calming amino acid, excuse me. So uh, I just thought that was really, really interesting. And then I thought things like magnesium are great for kids who need mm-hmm. to relax to chill. You said you give it to your own kids. Um, so there's a lot of things in the, you know, in, in natural supplements and minerals and vitamins that you should definitely look at first before going straight to your doctor. I think that that's generally speaking a good option to try at least to change the diet and change the lifestyle 
and um, and not just run, you know, to fix something that's not necessarily broken. <laughs> and, and you know, you don't have to give your kids a pill. Like maybe that mm-hmm. sounds bad because I just don't want to take the powder form or too lazy. <laughs> but I think it's better to keep them as healthy as possible in the easiest way, and that's the easiest way. But really, the easiest way is to buy some magnesium flakes. Mm-hmm. And my, I have a son, my younger son, and he's a younger, and he has older brothers, and they stay up later, and he doesn't sleep as much as the other brothers, and he gets very tired, and some days he'll come home from school, and he's hot and sweaty, and he's just having a breakdown, crying and not happy, and I'll say, okay, that's it, bath time. <laughs> Throw a lot of magnesium flakes in there, get him a lukewarm bath, and he feels better because he was all hot and sweaty, and I tell you, every time he comes out of that bath, he's relaxed. No a more crying. Person. A different person. Amazing. Or otherwise, if you try to calm him down or this and that, it continues until supper time. Then he's upset. And then he's annoyed. And then he'll start fighting with his brother. And he has a breakdown over the homework. But you can also get magnesium very easily into your kids by putting it in their bath. Something very easy without getting yeah. any any vitamins, anything. Even myself, I'll take a magnesium bath. It's the, the it's one of the best things. You can get not just magnesium flakes, but Epsom salts. It's amazing way, and you'll be shocked. That's what's so calming about baths sometimes. That's amazing, and also matcha also can be used in the bath. Um, I think oh, that's nice. sort of, yeah, have you ever tried it? Mm-mm. So sometimes what they recommend is if you have some matcha that might have um, oxidized a little, that's not a high grade anymore, that's been in your mm-hmm. fridge or your, your storage cabinet too long, um, that you can use that. That's recommended to use in a bath form, so that way you're not kind of like wasting like high quality um, wow. matcha so if you have anything that's got that's just a little old that's been un- unused throw it in your bath and you can have a really relaxing bath and put magnesium in there too why not wow that's I think, amazing yeah I think with um, it makes sense yeah and I think also it's kind of interesting because last time we were talking about like some of the secrets to Japanese longevity and it just I thought about that when you said about the bath like the bath is such a huge oh, yeah. part of the culture there and it's it's less so in the West. I think it's more like just hop in the shower quick, get in, get your coffee mm-hmm. quickly, you know, on, in a to-go cup on the way to work to give you that boost and hop in the shower for five minutes. Whereas the Japanese, I think they're really good at sort of like stopping, you know, realizing um, mindfulness, kind of like, you know, oh, yes. warm up the bath, take the time you need, drink your tea slowly, eat slower. Do you think that, that the bath could have an um, oh effect on longevity? Oh, my goodness, such a... Really, really. Not only that, the cleaning, the purity of your skin, the hot mm-hmm. baths that they sit in a very hot bath. That also is a detoxing for you and the relaxation. But yes, I think the bath is so relaxing, and I do think that this is one of the things that the Japanese have down that they know when to to take out and have a reset button. Yeah, we all need a reset button, and I feel like t- in today's society we don't have a reset. We go from here to there. We get in the car and we run the kids to school. We wake at least for me and most of the mothers in my uh, that are my friends and around me. I see they wake up in the morning and they start running until the last minute at night. And the way that you re- relax. You know, it's not even read a book, scroll through the Facebook, yeah, scroll, zone out. you know, zone out, Mom watch beat. TV. And this is our relaxation. But really, the Japanese do it in that they have a reset with nature or reset with themselves and meditation and sit in the bathtub for 40 minutes. Most women on the average time to take a bath in Japan is they sit 
in the tub at least 20 minutes but they're in the bath for 40 minutes that's 20 minutes outside scrubbing washing your hair doing everything doing a uh exfoliation scrub Mm -hmm. and at least 20 minutes or some of them do 30 minutes in the bath and less time preening and uh cleaning but 40 minutes is what they say for the average and is it every day nearly Every day, every day. And I was going to say... They don't take showers, they take baths. Yeah, I was going to say like two things on that. One, um, is that also true for like the Japanese businessmen, let's say, that works really hard? The men also take baths. Yeah, so... Uh, But it's known that the men don't sit in the baths as long as the women do. Right, that's interesting. That women take more time. (laughs) Take the time they need. That they take more time. And it's also known that usually if the grandparents and living with the kids, the kids the kids go in the tub with the grandparents because the mother needs her time alone. <laughs> yeah, right. But if the mother, a lot of times that used to be in the society, but today the mothers usually do it and then they have the kids with them and it's not as relaxing. They don't get that time. Because I was going to say one of the things that reminded me of when you were saying that like they have that kind of quiet time, mm-hmm. that reset button, is like one of the things I love about swimming which I mm-hmm. haven't done in a while, is that it's quiet. And when you're under the water, yes. people don't really talk to you. <laughs> and, and I think that's so important, um, especially yes. for moms when their children are always around. Thank yes. God. But still, your kids are always like, you know, on your, on your case, like, you know, tugging at your shirt, uh, talking to you constantly. You don't have a quiet moment. And when mm-hmm. you, if you could just like take a bath, I was going to say like being alone mm-hmm. um, at bath time is probably just as important as any of the other aspects it, just to gain some perspective and, and have some quiet. You know? I grew up as a bath person because my mother is Japanese, so we took baths all our life. We, every day we had to take a bath. There was like no showers until we were like, 14 or old enough <laughs> yeah. that we could 12 and go in the showers by ourselves but we always took baths and even to this day like if I'm really stressed or calm, freaking out about something like I take a bath and it's my relaxation and sometimes I'm you know I'm lucky enough to work from home sometimes that's a lucky thing sometimes it's more difficult but yeah. I will take Curse a bath and a blessing yeah yeah I can uh, take a bath in the middle of the day just because I need to refocus and get a break that's brilliant and my kids are bath people because I put them in the bath time all the time and I think it's good for kids also throws I know that it can be dangerous and that you have to watch them to a certain age but if they have toys in the bathtub if you're watching them and you can let them play now my kids are a little bit older like nine and 11 they take a bath and and I think it's a good time for them and sometimes they take they like to take showers more often now but I at least twice a week I say okay you have to have a bath today yeah you need to soak you need to relax and I think it's a good thing for people to have a reset yeah definitely and the mindfulness like you said about swimming Ilana got me swimming more and I do feel like that that that's such a good way to disconnect really. and it's not just that like sometimes if you're running or you're working out and yeah the music and you listen to music and it gets you going and then you get into the song but you're a lot of times we're not really thinking you know we're into the music or we're looking about what's going on or what's happening there but when you're swimming there's nothing like you really get into your mind and you have this you know it's so funny you say that because I finally tried my um, underwater mp3 player like last mm-hmm. time I went swimming and I actually really didn't like it because I said to my husband like oh we gotta buy this because like you know it's it's sometimes it's boring under underwater I gotta get this mp3 player and finally broke down and got it for me 
Um, and I actually did not enjoy the swim. It was stressful for me because yeah. I had to like keep up. It's good to give yourself that pressure to go faster. Mm-hmm. I had to keep up and I was just like, and like one ear wasn't working and one ear was or something, one earbud. But I didn't like it. And, and it's actually kind of good to be bored, right? Especially for our children and even for ourselves to just have that quiet time to like let your mind sort of roam and have that introspection. Like we're, we're totally living in a um, over... Uh, sensationalized like overdrive like society where um, you know shining lights from every direction always um, and it's it's like self-induced I heard like um, or culturally induced ADD uh, ADHD I heard as a term like we're culturally induced to be to have a low attention span because things are constantly flashing shining you know ringing all around us and I think that's also a really good thing and then if you don't um, if you don't like swimming or you can't get to a pool just take a bath for a few you know 10 minutes. And the thing is don't beat yourself up if you can't take a bath every day like one thing I noticed I was just in Japan for two months recently for work and it was a very very stressful time and I would just like you know oh my goodness I'm crazy stressed out and then I went to Kyoto which is very known to be the old capital of Japan very nature natural walked around in some bamboo forest and spent just one day you know left at eight in the morning got home at seven or eight at night one day and I came home and everything was reset and then I was there another month and at the end I was like so stressed again and I went to the Japanese onsen the hot springs and for one day, and I came back and you're reset. That's amazing. So if you can't do it every day, if you can do it once a week or once in two weeks, and just give yourself that time and that reset. Like, I think we put too much stress on ourselves to think, oh, we need a break, or I need a coffee. Oh, I'm going to go spoil them. I, I know that I do that, that sometimes it's be like, oh, I'm going to spoil myself with a coffee. Why don't we spoil ourselves with a bath? It's yeah. like the same time probably to drive to the local and cheaper, maybe. Star, <laughs> Starbucks and get a coffee and come home. And then just to go sit in your bathtub and relax Definitely. and zone out and, and also meditate. that's that's such a good good advice because we need treats that aren't um, uh, food. Yeah, <laughs> we think a treat automatically means food, but like you know, having a good conversation with a friend, going for a walk, a bike ride, a bath, whatever it is. And definitely, I don't think it's necessarily sustainable or realistic to tell yourself I need like quiet time, right. thirty minutes every day. The pressure's yes. there, and it's just not it's just not going to happen. Right. But if you do make the time for it occasionally, weekly or biweekly or whatever whatever you can manage then you'll have more time later because you've reset yourself like you're saying kind of I'd say invest yeah. yourself in some really good bath salts with no chemicals yeah. with natural oils spray some sprinkle some matcha in there yeah, yeah put some <laughs> matcha in there now I have to go and try that yeah put matcha in there I really miss that about Japan the, the balls like yes. the bath balls that you can just throw in and I almost bought some recently I saw they had them locally but I wasn't sure um, if it had chemicals in it so I didn't buy it so we can maybe we can uh, find a way to make our own nice brand that I just bought that was all natural and all no chemicals but yeah you can also make them maybe that's a good thing that my mom makes them she makes them with my needs like natural ones with Epsom salt and bath bombs very cool we're gonna have colors and natural oils find a way to do that and get that so maybe we should start to think about that and spoil ourselves that way yeah definitely um great so thank you guys so much for listening if you have any questions hit us up please we'll be so happy to answer it have a great day try and squeeze in a a nice relaxing hot drink and if you have time a bath (laughs) any any other last minute advice (laughs) nope but now i want to go home and take a bath (laughs) all right keep it real bye guys